Episode 15 of the Beverly Fantasy Bulletin. Turn it up. Down in the studio, Maddie Ice, Amped Dick. Up. Amped up. Ready to go. Outcast bringing the boys. Outcast bringing the boys Yo. in hot. And Teddy <laughs> loves Outcast. Oh, loves him. Andre 3000, big boy. What a duo. Much like us. Just a yep. stunning duo. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, might have to break into a solo project later in their careers, but for now we're sticking <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how well a uniform uh, only pod would go, though. <laughs> I probably wouldn't get a lot of clicks. <laughs> probably have some sharp dressers listening, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Boys would be looking good. Girls but, would be looking good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, episode 15. The, uh... <laughs> There's not a lot to choose from here. Terrible. Uh, no. Uh, the the best round four pick I think one of the boys have ever had. Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan of the Beverly Fantasy Bulletin. Oh, fuck. I decided to go with Josh McCown. Journeyman. Hey. Former Brown. Hey. Current Jet. And uh, and Josh was great last year in fantasy. Yeah, very he solid. He was solid, streamer. and you know what? From everything that's been said around the league, I guess he's a solid vet. Like he'll mentor and coach up any rook, any young guy. Uh, he's just a solid dude. How come Sammy D isn't doing so well then? Well, you know, Ooh. that New York nightlife might have caught him. Yeah, you know, yeah, the the East Rutherford <laughs> nightlife. Yeah, I oh. wonder if guys who play like on the Giants. And the Jets. I wonder if they live, like, in Manhattan. A hundred percent. There's no way they would live in New Jersey. I bet you guys live in Jersey, man. Really? Because they'll want to have a fucking big gangster house where all the fucking boys can come and shit. You can't have a fucking mansion in Manhattan. Yeah. Well, I've never been, you know. So I'm trusting you. Manhattan's ridiculously expensive from what I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, fucking guys are paying, like, 4500 bucks a month for like a fucking two bedroom fucking apartment. Oh, yeah. So, you know, these guys are going to want to have some mansions. But anyway, regardless. Yeah. Well, speaking of expensive cities, we've got a guest coming on pretty quick here. Uh, his first time on the BFB, uh, and he can talk all about uh, expensive cities and all that stuff. We should mention that we could have also gone with Michael King Crab Crabtree, mm-hmm. Will Fuller the fifth, or Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. But yeah. we talk about him way too much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so this week's sponsor, uh, if you can't tell already, uh, I've been fighting some fucking terrible sickness, flu, 
Run, run the full gamut. So this week's sponsor is Advil Cold and Flu. Yeah. For getting this pot off the ground. Yeah. Um, munching on those things. Yeah. Just swallowing them. No problem. Uh, yeah. It's been been wild. I just full full spectrum. You know, shivers, sweats. Uh, couldn't trust a fart for a while. Ooh. Um, you know, there were points where it just sounded like you opened up a fresh two-liter carton of milk and just dumped it in the bowl. <laughs> I, I know, I, I, that's the nicest way I can put it. The water fountain shits. Yeah, so now I'm just basically on the raspy voice. Uh, I'm now raspy Randy. Yeah. And a bit of nasally Ned. Nasally Ned. Um, so just dealing with that, but uh, we press on. And actually, Gord was a solid, solid uh, partner and compadre mm-hmm. and he bought me uh some old milwaukee lights yeah the lights <laughs> for the kid because he's sick yeah a little bit more water in there definitely um, definitely much appreciated so yeah we got a little bit of a switch up again to the regular scheduled programming just because of uh schedules yeah schedules yeah. and time constraints time zones and stuff like that so we're actually jumping into the lighted up listener lounge <coughs> we're just waiting for him to uh to give get us through a show. On the line here um but yeah you know what it's good night for sports we're watching the uh chiefs chargers game which is off to it's pretty close right now uh just waiting for tyreek to get hit like oh i need him to get a touchdown yeah uh oh man oh well we'll see We'll see. The battle of the third string running backs in this Thursday mm-hmm. night. It's pretty mm-hmm. pretty wild. Mm. But um on we persevere. Yeah, on on we go. And I mean that's a tough one. Like, how are you gonna pick like, oh, this third string running back's gonna go off? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't. No, yeah, ex- that's just, it's a crapshoot, right? Um, but it is what it is. Yeah, what are you gonna do? <clears throat> so what should we should we give him a call or should we wait it out a minute or two here or what? <sighs> Who knows? Um, is this a representation of this guy's season? <laughs> oh, just <laughs> didn't want to do it. Oh, but it was right there. I had to do it. Had to do. Probably it. should have waited till he was on air. Well, whatever. To chirp him. Whatever. I'm sure there will be more to come. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It looks like so. Okay. We're we're getting in here close. Uh, are we gonna give him his intro music? Yeah, here's his intro music. Here we go. Andy's coming on. We got Andy coming uh, all the way from Strathcona, Vancouver, BC. Oh, you got it. You got it, brother. All the way from rainy Strathcona. It's fucking pouring rain tonight. Oh, oh shit. Man. Well, here, let's let's not sell you short. Let's oh, give yeah. you the Sorry, proper you the proper intros. Here we go. For his first ever appearance on the BFB, we have Andrew, a.k.a. Andy, a.k.a. the artist formerly known as Le'Veon, my wayward son, a.k.a. the Strathcona Stunners. Woo! <laughs> there we go. Does that name change today? Yeah, you just changed your name today. Yeah, you know, I did a lot of uh, I did a lot of homework today and whatever, and uh, you know, say you know, be on the pod here, and yeah, you know, it's, it's my last week, you know, and I'm I'm up for the Gregor. I gotta I gotta switch something up. You yeah, know? you gotta come on strong. Well, <laughs> God, it's tough. It's, it's a tough place yeah. to be, man, Andy. I've been there twice, dude. So. <laughs> I feel yeah, you. Not, not 
the best, but what can you do, right? You, uh, you know, you got to take your licks as well as, uh, you know, try and give them out. But, yeah. Uh, and the best part about fantasy is one year could be total dog shit, and the next year you're totally relevant, yeah. right? Like, Stu is a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he had a great year this year, and, um, yeah, he had a, <laughs> he had a rough one before. So. But, you know, life, life, life <laughs> yeah, gives you, can, you lemons. You, you, Oh, sorry. He I was going to say, back. oh, he's bouncing back. Uh, Interrupting. It's hard to it's hard to judge sometimes when guys are talking and not talking when you get a phone call. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, no, fair enough. You guys can at least see each other's beautiful faces. I just I'm just walking here in the rain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta hey, before we jump into the question part, Andy. Uh, can you give the listeners uh, the backstory on your intro song? Backstory on the intro song. Okay, so that uh, that is my favorite song from the television show Metalocalypse, which is a uh, fictional cartoon about a world where the heavy metal band Death Clock is the biggest band, biggest cultural force in the world. There's a lot of hilarious stuff. They tour in a giant war helicopter. <laughs> they, um, they do all sorts of uh, funny stuff. That particular episode, they've been given the right to uh, execute a bunch of criminals <laughs> and they uh, they build a giant um, well death laser and basically shoot these prisoners up in rockets and then the death laser takes them out. <laughs> <laughs> that show's so funny, man. Like I, it's it's pretty old now, um, but yeah. I've I've seen I don't know if I've seen the second season, but I saw the first season and it is fucking hilarious, man. Like, did you see the one where the orchestra gets cut up by the lasers? Oh, absolutely. Oh, and it's so funny because, like, all the whole crowd and everybody ends up dying at the end of each episode except for the band. Yeah, like, the first episode, they're, like, doing a coffee jingle and, like, pour a bunch of boiling coffee all over their fans so all their skin's melted off. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's grimy, but it's fun. It's good for a few laughs. And, and my personal favorite character has definitely got to be Dr. Roxo, the cocaine clown. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. that I mean, that totally makes sense. Uh, Dr. Roxo is based, I guess, on David Lee Roth. So <laughs> that's like, his, like, they, they do, they refer to other stuff in the show, like they, they do uh, Snakes and Barrels, is them making fun of Guns and Roses. There's basically nobody safe from, uh, from, death from mockery in this show. Yeah. Uh, man, it sounds good. I'll it, it's pretty, it's sure. pretty funny, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. but oh, over the top. Um, well, should we yeah, want to jump, jump into it? it? Our question and answer for the guest? Let's dive in, boys. Okay. First question we got for you, Andy, is you're a dedicated and loyal Minnesota Vikings fan uh, and have been for years. They currently sit second in their div, and their hold of a wildcard spot is looking a bit iffy. Uh, this past week, they fired their OC, John DiFilippo, amidst rumors of friction between him and Mike Zimmer. Uh, from your perspective, what does this franchise need to do to right the ship and bring it back to being one of the powerhouses in the NFL, or at least a contender? Um, sorry, I lost you for a minute there. I ha- was having trouble with my headphones. Um, you were sorry. You were saying basically uh, Minnesota, yada yada used to be good, are now bad. What do they need to do? Yeah, like, much. what do they need to do to right the ship? Yeah. Just give me two seconds here. Um, sorry, just phone trouble. Um, so basically, uh, <laughs> I think um, I think this past week's game is. Uh, 
great example that the problems probably aren't on the defensive side of the ball. They they held Seattle to three points for most of the game until you know a couple a couple really poorly timed turnovers from uh, well Cousins. Um, they've been missing field goals all year, so you got to kind of look at special teams too. Like it's just like it's it's nice that we're still in a wild card spot but i mean there's there's at least four teams right there too yeah, so right. and then including two in our own division so yeah. um do you think they come out with a, with a playoff spot um oh i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> it's too early to call i like you I, i'm sure as a browns fan you get like a similar similar feeling but you as a vikings fan you kind of learn to not get too excited so yep never have <laughs> expectations I uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say they find a way to uh, give it away before the end. All right. Yeah, I think and it kind of segues into our next question. I think it's really gonna be up to this guy under sender, and that's uh, that's Kirk. You Vike that cousins. Um, <laughs> he, he was obviously like I would say the biggest free agent signing Absolutely, this year. Yeah. Absolutely by far. Um, it was huge. Yeah, huge and like Vikings fans are all super excited. Yeah, so and I was stoked too. I thought he was going to have a great year. I mean, obviously, I drafted him in fantasy. You but just love him regardless. I do like him regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in your opinion, Andy, like I, I don't think he's really lived up to that eighty-four mil guaranteed he's getting. You, you think they made the right choice signing him, or should they have kept with a game manager like Case Keenum that got them to the divisional round last year, or even hung on to a guy? I know who who you liked is a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Like, why didn't they hang on to him? All right. So there's, uh, there's at least three questions there, but I'll try and uh, I'll try and give them each their due. Um, so uh, first of all, Cousins is like he's one of those guys that is like you can't really argue with the numbers, and that's why the case was made to sign him for as much as he did. And like, I think. I don't even know if the Vikings were the highest offer. Like, I think the Jets or somebody offered him more. And, like, he was just like, oh, I want to go to a winner sort of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, like, the stuff I've been reading, like, a lot of Jilted Redskins fans are, um, see him as, like, kind of a, um, what do you call it? Um, like, yeah, just, like, pads the stats and, like, will crumble when it's important. And, like, we've seen that. Like, Minnesota last year had a brutal offensive line. And this year, it's no better. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's one of the ways that uh, Keenum was helpful. Like, he can just, like, his, his throws aren't as accurate or whatever, but he's really um, good at sensing pressure in the pocket, like, and, you know, just making things happen. Like, that was, that was an amazing year. Whether he could have replicated it this year, like, who knows? Like I'm, I'm not. I don't think it was a bad call to sign Cousins, but yeah. I think the O line wasn't addressed enough. Um, that being said, getting to the Teddy Bridgewater part of the question, I I love the guy and and Zimmer too. Even after his like just absolutely catastrophic knee injury, like non contact play yeah. in fucking preseason. That was hard to watch, like, man. Yeah. His knee exploded, <laughs> obliterated, <laughs> and like he, if like uh, the training staff, Eric Sugarman and his team weren't as on it, like he could have lost his leg for sure. Cool. Um, with like the, you know, the jagged end of one bone, like 
cutting whatever yeah. else off, like a lot of blood and yeah, it was a gruesome injury. Um, even after that and, and before that, Zimmer's been sad because he's just like, yeah, you know, I thought he'd be, you know, my quarterback for the career and like Teddy would be his, you know, yeah. Belichick, Brady, yeah. Peyton, yeah. fucking Breeze sort of thing. So, um, I love Teddy. I, if a guy fucking knee explodes, uh, in practice, <laughs> like, you know, you don't, you don't want to commit a whole lot of money to yeah, that. Um, true. It is I thought you'd get more of a chance last year. Where was he? New York Jets, I think, again, maybe? Yeah, um, one year at $6 million, yeah. It would have been cool to see him get more of a chance there. That didn't really happen. Uh, and then in New Orleans, he's I've, they've got that Hill guy who they they seem to like. They roll him out a lot. Um in like weird fucking packages with like breeze at receiver and stuff Buddy, or like you, you know did you get a hold of dank stats before uh <laughs> <came> on, <or laughs> what? no no i haven't oh but, well uh, we'll be talking about Taysom in a bit here <laughs> oh okay right on. oh that's great well, yeah uh, great mind think alike i guess yeah. for sure but uh yeah i i would love to see teddy get another chance somewhere um who knows where that's gonna be but there are a lot you know like question marks in Baltimore, there's question marks in Jacksonville, there's probably other places I'm not thinking of off New the top York. of my head, but yeah. Giants. I mean, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see him get another shot, but uh, who knows if he will. Yeah. And, you know, I just pulled a few stats about, about Kirk. You know, it's, it's just been, I think it's just been a tough year. I th- Obviously, they're going to ride with him because they paid him that, that much money. But, like, this yeah. year he has the most turnovers in the NFL, tied for the most at 16. He's lost nine fumbles, which is only behind Dak Prescott, who has 12. Oof. Oh, um, and it's so frustrating. It's yeah. like you'll be watching a game and it's tied, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah, he fumbles in the red zone or in our, on our 20 or whatever, and then it's, it's just a whole different game. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's that you, the, a quarterback has to have that mental clock. You know, it's it's got to be in and out of your hands. And if it's not, yeah. if there's nothing there, it's out of bounds. Mm-hmm. You throw it right out of bounds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, another, you know, not great stat on Kirk. He's the, he's got the worst record in Monday Night Football history by a starting quarterback <laughs> at 0-7. Uh, oh, wow. Viking <laughs> teams are 0-5-1 <laughs> against winning records uh, this year. And he's 4-14-1 against teams with winning, winning records in his career. Oof. So, That's I hope he turns it around. He's got, he certainly has the weapon. <clears throat> Yeah, well, yeah, he probably needs, I mean, any quarterback would love more protection from the O-line, but, um, yeah, like, <laughs> fuck, I don't know what he needs. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah you know, you're, supposed to have, you're supposed to have one of the, like, hottest young running backs in Dalvin Cook, yeah. and Latavius Murray has been more than serviceable whenever Cook gets hurt, which is, like, really concerningly often. Um, and then, yeah, like, Diggs and Thielen were the top two, or, like, the top duo last year, and, like, uh, Thielen's having a great year, but Diggs just isn't really getting the ball, yeah. and that could be part of why, you know, we just fired our OC, um, he's not getting the ball, Rudolph is getting way more, like, blocking assignments and not really being a, used as, like, a safety valve or anything at all. Yeah, agreed. So... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, obviously, I hope things yeah. straighten out, but I'm kind of like, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, but you know what? I guess the Browns this year are a great example of if you change the offensive coordinator and the, that mindset, it, it can it, it things can turn around real yeah, quick, sure. you know? 
Um, so I, I don't know. I still like earlier in past episodes. I think one of the one of the call in questions was our texting questions was, "What team do you think has the best four to five year trajectory?" And, and I I picked many, and I still I still kind of stand by that. I think if Kirk, it's all dependent on Kirk. But if an offensive coordinator can find a system that will play to his strengths yeah. and minimize those weaknesses, I think this team has everything needed to to contend again. Yeah, like I mean, the D is there, and they've got like I I really do believe in Zimmer as a coach. I think I think he's great. Um, yeah, they got to look at special teams and like what the fuck like they are they're I think 31st or second in like field goals and like really low in extra points too so like that yeah. is just insane like <laughs> they gotta figure out that the the John Carlson who we drafted this year yeah and caught a few games is just like doing great in Oakland he's like yeah. 11 for 12 or something like that since yeah he's, teams so he's, it's like just needed to figure <laughs> I mean, it out right yeah, especially fill in the big uh, I wouldn't say shoes, big pants of Sebastian Janikowski after he left. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving past the, yeah, moving past the Vikings, uh, we're gonna focus on our league a bit. Um, your take. Uh, sorry, we can safely say and assume that this year in the N40L has not been what you would hope for or expected. <laughs> you got a lady? Yeah. What are you getting yeah, on the sky sorry, train or I, what? Uh, no, <laughs> I've gone into a, an Evo, uh, is like our version of car to go. It's like one of those car share things. I'm going to, uh, yeah, my old work Christmas party tonight. Oh, so, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it should be fun. It, it'll be a lot funner than uh, getting my ass kicked in fantasy all year. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I think your next question was along those lines. Yeah, I'll restart it so you can get the full thing. Uh, we can safely say and assume that this year has not uh, been what you expected or hoped for. To put it plainly, it's been dismal and it's tied league records for, for futility. Uh, what do you think are the biggest factors that led to this and what do you think you're going to do different, if anything, going into next season? Um, there's a few things and some of these uh, are like none of these are valid excuses. It's just like <laughs> so, like don't 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 think I'm sitting here like oh well there's this and this yeah. for me. Like basically, um, don't at me, bro. Anyways, anyways, that, yeah, exactly. Don't at me for this shit. Uh, everyone listening. Uh, but yeah, so so working during the draft was unfortunate. I was it's uh, sort of like I'm working. Uh, bartender now and it's just sort of like it's not a set schedule so it's 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 fun and I like the work and it can be uh, it can pay pretty well um, at that time I was like I needed absolutely every shift I could get so I was just like yeah I know it's the draft tonight but and I was bar backing that night so it's like oh maybe I can kind of uh, you know draft while I work and sort of thing, and so so that's how I fucking auto drafted Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah that hurts Which, you right off the hop. Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty, but um, yeah, that was like I was really trying to get on, so that didn't happen, but it did. So whatever, there's that. Um, further with the bartending thing, uh, the best shifts are Friday and Saturday night. That's when the most people are drinking. That's when the most tips are. So it's like right that yeah, way but yeah, yeah, yeah. when yeah. you work when you work and I, like the room is pretty big 
at the bar I work at on Saturday night. So it's like we are open till two, and then it takes us at least a couple hours to like clean and close, and then cash out. Have it. so there's like a lot of nights I'm not getting home till like six or whatever in the morning, and like I'm not gonna get up at nine thirty to make sure like there's no last minute like injury. So like so then that's like a few weeks I've had guys that are just like out. And it's like, you were fine when I went to bed. And like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then it's also, you get in that sort of rhythm of losing every week. And, you know, I probably lost heart more than I should have. And just like, you know, should have stuck with it a little heavier. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like other things on your mind. And then you're, you know, you're not managing your team the way you the way you would like to um maybe you're managing it the way your opponent from week to week would like you to but uh yeah yeah, no i i think next year i want to um yeah just make sure i'm in a better position uh so i don't so i can just like be there for the draft and do it uh, we won't, yeah, we won't be on tour in Europe next year, so that won't be, uh, like, <laughs> that won't be an excuse for, like, auto-drafting, and yeah. then no, for also, sure. um, working won't be, so, like, I'll be able to focus on that, and then, um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of trying to keep up with it, like, um, because, yeah, the, the bartending thing is new to me, that kind of, like, took a lot of my focus and attention, that, and focusing on my other band was, like, I didn't have a lot of bandwidth for fantasy which yeah is, uh, that's fair gotcha oh yeah it sucks but and it's yeah especially like you know we got a admission fee and all that so but but also it's just it's more fun when you're more engaged and yeah. uh yeah I, i'll just take this chance to thank you guys for your efforts in that area because i yeah the pod's great and it's uh yeah it gives us all something to listen to and and do so thank you for that and i will try and play better next year oh that's thanks, all right man. yeah thanks buddy but you know it's there's always next year always always and Absolutely. It's, you just got to get back on the horse i think and plus it is 10 a.m starts <laughs> yeah 10 a.m starts in, are on tough, pacific so that sure. you know what fuck i'd probably miss a few fucking 9 45 i can't imagine why <laughs> yeah. misses well, too like, right a so a lot of the uh a lot of the what do you a lot of the, the vikings well, this year got more because they, well, if they continue to suck, they basically have to win out to make the playoffs. And if they don't, that means they'll probably get fewer primetime games next year. So it'll be sort of the same thing where it's like, uh, you know, all the games my team plays are at 10. So I miss a lot of those, too, because, like, I love them, but I would be, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting up that early every day to watch them. Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, well. All right, man. The love, I like that answer. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, we're going to touch on the old Gregor here, Andy. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> um, you're taking on Johnny this weekend in the Gregor. Loser having to drink yet another 40, which is no problem. It's really not a punishment at all. <laughs> you know, it's fine. We, we grew up on those things. so Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, yeah, but there is a, a punishment that's yet to be determined by the winner. So... How are you feeling going into this huge matchup? And if you lose, are you are you prepared to deal with the consequences, Andy? <laughs> well, you know, um, you 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 gotta kind of go into every year. You know, you obviously you want things to go well, but you know there's a chance that they couldn't, and 
that's what you sign up for when you sign up. So it's like, yeah, I I have no problem. I'm sure I won't like whatever decided if I do uh, lose. But um, that's kind of the point, you know. You want to, yeah. You want losing to suck. I know. Um, Scott enjoyed wearing the cow suit. <laughs> going to him well, uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah, Johnny, um, we did, I mean, his team, like, if you look at the matchup, they're predicting him to win, um, he's got Jared Goff, fucking scares me a lot, um, he's got a couple other players, and then, I don't know, my team's all just fucking dregs, like, (laughs) (laughs) so, I don't know, I was like, I I did a little wire wire work today, I want to maybe do a bit more tomorrow, but... Um, on Saturday and whatever, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to do my best here and yeah, you don't, I already have fucking have my face on the loser trophy of our, uh, our, uh, RIP hockey league. Um, you know, rest in peace there, but, uh, yeah, I don't want, I don't want my face on another one. Yeah, exactly. uh, Our one from the hockey, our one from the hockey league was a toilet plunger stuck into a block of wood that was spray painted gold, (laughs) and you got your face put on it. So the three, Uh, the the three people on it are Andy, C Rob, and my dad, because we needed an extra guy in the pool. Oh fuck! Uh, The Peter Lai Memorial Trophy, I believe it's called. It is. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. From from his his being a former member of the pool. Yeah, and basically paying his entrance and doing nothing after <laughs> we we, <laughs> we need a, a trophy for the gregor yeah and for the fucking championship and for too. the championship yep, yeah fully agree yeah uh, we not have one of those or no, no not yet nothing in place just oh, uh figurative and uh bragging rights i guess yeah um did you uh are you and johnny you're playing each other in fantasy but isn't uh aren't your teams playing each other in the league that's correct. Uh, there is a Minnesota-Miami battle going on uh, this weekend. So, I mean, I, he's a busy guy. I, like, I put it to him in the group thread, uh, you know, 20 bucks on Sunday's game, a little side action, uh, other than our Gregor battle. Um, but I haven't heard back yet, so I don't know. I, I, Johnny, I don't know if you're scared or what, but, um, <laughs> no, no, you know, we, whatever. I, I just got word, Andy. Yeah, Teddy, okay. Teddy, Teddy. Send something into our ear. The bet is on. The bet is on. Okay, that's great. Johnny, I'm sorry I've smirched your name, but uh, <laughs> you're going down in two games. On You know, you're going down two, twice this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. You heard? <laughs> hey, God, Johnny. <laughs> okay, we got one last one for you, and then we'll let you go to your party. Um, okay. How's it been going in Vancouver, and more specifically, how's uh, the band going? Your your band, the Core, Corpse. Yeah, it's tough. so stuff's going good. I got uh, yeah, I'm working at a couple of bars. I work at uh, What's Up Hot Dog is a uh, punk rock uh, baseball themed hot dog bar, <laughs> uh, and then I'm working at the American. It's sort of like uh, yeah, just like a bigger thing. They got pinball and like yeah, uh, the, the bar we just got, game and stuff. The bar we just went down uh, to fight at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, before my uh, before my working days there. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like um, I don't miss. Like, I know a lot of our guys do uh, like office stuff, and I've done it before. And like, I don't miss the hours. Like, it's it's cool 
being available to do like evening stuff, which is like kind of harder now. But um, I don't know. You still make it work, and it's just like you now I get to like sleep in more often and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, that's been that's been good. And then uh, yeah, the band's going great. We got a show tomorrow night. Is our last show of the year at uh, there's the, sort of like I guess the kingpin of the Vancouver punk scene is this guy uh, called Russian Tim who you can probably guess is Russian, okay. but uh, he is throwing his Christmas Rager tomorrow. Well, it's actually both. It's Friday and Saturday, but uh, we're playing tomorrow night at SBC, so that'll be fun. We've probably got a couple festive surprises, and then, uh, yeah, no, then we're just sort of like chilling and, and planning out next year. Sick. Man, that's good to hear. Okay, so the band is called The Corpse, correct? It's called The Core, and it's uh, uh, unfortunately you, common misconception. So it's, uh, we sing about, like, DC Comics, and so it kind of comes from, like, the Green Lantern Core, or, like, you know, the Marine Corps. So it's, like, that French pronunciation mm. that, like, uh, myself and Matt would get as uh, you know, oh. French immersion kids. And that's why I but, was right. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's The Core. We do get corpse a lot, though. Yeah. Um, but you know, I follow you guys on people, Facebook. People, that just shows uh, the inadequacies of our education system. You know, people. <laughs> 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 North End Gord. Yeah, Northside Gord, man. We learned. <laughs> no, that's a bad joke. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I never took French immersion. Um, you know, not not a big, I guess, bilingual kind of guy. I'm not a bilingual. <laughs> so, or it's like an English word though, like Marine Corps or like yeah. Uh, but I thought it was spelled like because I follow you guys on Facebook. I thought it was the corpse. Yeah, of course has it an is, e at the end. Yeah, it definitely has an e at the end. And core c o r e is not how it's spelled. C o r c o r p s is how we it's actually spelled. Uh, we have. Uh, <sighs> Yes. Uh, yeah, while we're plugging the band, uh, Instagram at the core two eight one four, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, funny story about all this stuff. So we do get the corpse a lot. It is the core. Um, Ronnie's uncle, uh, Ronnie is our bass player. Was uh, so like, oh, how's your band, the core, doing? And it's like, Ronnie's awesome, and his family's great too. They're kind of like gruff uh, like Newfoundlander people <laughs> yeah, yeah. just kind of no nonsense straight up like just fantastic but <laughs> it's like so as long as like oh how's your band the core doing and he's just like oh you never asked me about them and you said it right and he's just like yeah not an idiot you know <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's guess, the perfect way to end your segment yeah, by I, just torching Gordon and going <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, thank you boys so much for having me on. This is, uh, this is great. I'm sorry it took so long, but, uh, yeah, it's probably better because now, you know, get to deal with the fucking Gregor, man, on, on Gregor Eve. It's all Gregor's Eve. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true, man. Well, we wish you the best (laughs) of luck in the Gregor. Thanks for being a great sport and coming on. We really appreciate it. And have a great time at your party. No worries. Will do, boys. I'll be, well, I got a lot of sorrows to drown, so. Okay, have, have a beer <laughs> for me, buddy. I will, I will for both of you. Okay, okay. see you, buddy. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Sweet.
So, Andy. Yeah, thanks again, Andy, for coming on. That was that was great. The you know, Strathcona stunners. And we have to say it's not easy. You know, he's, oh, he he's dealt with a lot of dealt with a lot of stuff this year from other guys. Yeah, he had to uh, answer the bell. And he answered the bell, yeah. I found. Uh you know, it is what it is. He's in the fi- he's in the bottom half. Good luck to him. Good luck to Johnny. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. So I'm excited though. Oh, it's gonna be funny. Oh, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready it's for gonna it. be good. Uh, well, what are we going to, I guess <coughs> this is originally the first segment. Yeah. So but we're, well, we're getting into the Q&A. Yeah. Well, and this it goes along with the Gregor Bowl theme, and it comes in from Bacon in the, in the Grove, uh, Grosvenor. And he said, of the two teams playing in the Gregor Bowl, which GM is more likely to complete his punishment, and which one do you think would ask for leniency? <laughs> I don't know, man. I have faith in both. I, I think they both complete it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if... I mean, to ask for leniency is only human. Johnny would ask for leniency. <laughs> yeah. I think Andrew would take stuff. it. Johnny would ask for leniency. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, come he's on. He's got a kid to, to take care 40. of, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's going to have to drink too, man. <laughs> but, oh well. We'll be there for it. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, so I don't know. That, that's my answer. I, I would say I think both guys are going to do it. Uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be fine. Um, I think it'll be fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's actually. But that's it. uh, this next question, this one comes from a new uh, new texter. Yeah, long time listener, first time texter. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is actually you know it's not even for one of us, but we talked to Teddy earlier and, and we got the lowdown. Um, this question's for Teddy Bongwater. He well, says, tell, who, who's it in by? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say that who's it. Okay, in by yeah, after. okay, go for yeah. it. Yeah, it says, <laughs> Teddy, is your performance optimized by using big dick Nick's street weed or white packaging legal weed? Please keep the answer. In, oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to. No, say you that. can read that part. He says, please keep the answer in Teddy's native tongue, which is gurgles. And this yeah. is the new listener or new new texter. This is a res dog from Linwood. <laughs> Quiet bark. Quiet bark. <laughs> Speak up, we can't hear you. Oh, there, there you we go. go. Res dog. Um, but it's important to clarify that he lives east of 156th Street. Big difference from west of 156th Street, where the former guest listener lounge. Or, <laughs> <laughs> former guest listener lounge uh, visitor. Visitor. Breezy. King. Breezy talk. Yeah, Chris Kirk. Yeah, so. Chris Kirk. Well, anyway. Um, I've talked to Teddy about this many times. Uh, he's, he's a street guy. He's a down, dirty, low, grimy street guy. Uh, and he loves his street weed. I don't, I've offered him the finer, the finer legal. And he has looked at me and turned me away. In disgust. Disgust. Yeah. He'd rather have a three month old bag of shake than like fresh premium bud in him. So he'd rather have one of Gord's bags. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm bringing me tonight. Gord, that is sawdust. Size of a loony sawdust in the corner of a Ziploc. But anyways, here's, here's Ted with his answer with that street goodness. Oh, there he is. And he's pumped to get some questions. He's got his own segment. <laughs> he went above and beyond this week, actually. Yeah. I have oh, to yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for his segment. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, Rez Dog. All right. Uh, this one 
I thought I think it comes in for me, but like I don't think I'm the architect. Comes in from the Bash Bro and Westmount. And he said, as the architect of a dynasty in the making with the Cougar Kalizzi Flyers, are you concerned at all with a new division alignment? Uh I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I mean We're rolling, man. We're rolling, we're a good team. We can play with any team in our div. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. It just kind of takes the shitty the real shitty layup teams out of it. So for the people that don't know, they just made another division underneath us because we were just dummying most of the teams and then having like one or two competitive games. Yeah, it's true. So it's gonna be fun, I think, and it's gonna test us and it's you know, I think I think we're 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 built for it. Guys are ready. Guys are hungry. Yeah, guys are hungry. Yeah. Um, it's nice because we're actually going to get to talk to uh, Barry a little. Arrow. Barry texted in. Well, do you want to read it? Do you want to roll it right into yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and it, uh, he he writes in. He says, uh, "Bash Bro Adam uh, touched on the Kalizzi Flyers' yeah. success. Yeah. Um, and the boys are rolling, but uh, he's seen a few bad apples in the decor." <laughs> <laughs> Do you think poor decision making from guys like Gordon and Johnny are finally going to catch up with the boys? And that one comes in from Barry, uh, head referee from the AMHL. Do you want me to be honest? <laughs> Do you want me to be fully honest? Get it, it out will. There. Yeah, yeah. It will. <laughs> yeah and you know, it's a couple things. Uh, it will because guys, <laughs> if you de- if you develop and practice bad habits, that's what you get. Bad habits. <laughs> You know, and like, I don't know, sometimes when I rant and rave on the bench and people are like, God, man, like, chill, it's a, it, we're, we're winning. It's just like, yeah, but like, let's practice the good habits so when we get tested by a team, like we will in this new div, we have those habits down and we're yeah. not we're not just looking to pump our own stats or we're not just <laughs> in goals, assists, or PIMS, obviously. Let's <laughs> not get that mixed up. Um, so yeah, I think it could come back to bite us. Yeah, I would I, like to think, and I... I I trust the guys that they have the wherewithal that when the chips are down, you're not going to pull that bullshit. Yeah. yeah you know? I, I mean, you know what? So I would, and I, like, who am I to talk? I'm second on the team in PIMS. But, like, you know, I, I just feel like when the when the game's on the line, guys, yeah, well, guys are going to be taking no, 20-foot skates behind the net to crush a guy that's icing the puck with under a minute left in a <laughs> 9-2 game, you know? Uh, I so, didn't even get yeah. a penalty. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, that makes it okay. I'd say it does make okay. it okay. All right. All right. There we go. Well, thanks, Barry. Yeah, thanks, Barry. Appreciate it. Cool. Uh, okay. Okay, Bacon has like five questions. No, no, no. This is C-Rob. Oh. C-Rob in the lark. <laughs> Metal lark. <laughs> he hit us with three, so we're going to attack him one by one. First question. With the Christmas season upon us, who would you say has been naughty? And nice on your fantasy rosters this season. Oh, that's a good question. It was good. Yeah. It, all of them are actually good, the ones he sent in. Um, obviously, my nice list definitely has to go to my running backs and James Conner and Zeke Elliott. Okay. If we, oh, I mean, like, I could go one guy. And yeah. I would, if, if I had to go one guy, I would probably have to say it's been Zeke because he's been fucking solid. And, like, as a Giants fan, it's hard to draft a guy like that. But, uh... Dependable. Oh, He's been fuck. reliable, man. Dependable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my naughty list? Man, I got lots of guys on my naughty list. Probably all about 38 other guys that I've picked up in <laughs> this year. Uh, but I gotta probably say... Oh, 
it's a tie between Royce Freeman and Trey Burton. And keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it because the other guys I ditched early. Okay. But Royce Freeman and uh, right. and and Trey Burton, I had to hang on, and I still have Trey Burton, so he's definitely on the fucking naughty <laughs> list. Man. That's true. Just won't admit defeat. Just won't admit defeat. Still not dropping. <laughs> I'm not gonna drop him. Fucking. Why would I drop him with two weeks left? Yeah. For what? That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know my, it's a point of spite right now. Yeah, but whatever. That's, that's the that's Chris <clears throat> naughty list. Yeah, my nice list was easy. George Kittle, mm. my eleventh round wonder boy. Absolutely, he's been an absolute stud. I love this man. Uh, oh, I'm I go <laughs> I go pretty. I give him glowing reviews and dank stats. So oh, I'll yeah. just leave it there. Naughty list, Josh Gordon. Just he's always on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. How could I not put him on there? Uh, you know he's just too touchdown dependent and is not and he's hard to trust. So. He's my naughty player of the year. God, my voice sounds terrible. Oh, it's tough, man. Kid's sick. Just gotta keep it lubricated, you know? <coughs> With, With the lights. lights. <laughs> yeah. What all was right. the second question? You can rattle rattle the rattle those. You want me to go off. through yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. With all the different formats out there for fantasy football. What do you guys have to say about leagues who don't roll with a top bye week uh, top spot bye weeks and have eighteen playoffs instead? So you're saying if you if there was no so if you over, didn't get a buy over half the people make it, yeah, I think it rewards mediocrity, and and it does not reward guys that had great seasons. No, you work for that buy. Yeah. I I don't like it to be honest. No, you got to give the top guys the buy. There's got to be incentive. Yeah, give them a week off. Yeah, exactly. Where they can turn their brains off from fantasy and just fucking whatever, <laughs> or still make. Th- three or four moves yeah. like I did. Go to a couple yoga classes, refocus, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not not a fan, and I'm glad we're, our league doesn't do it. Yeah. Re- I, reward success and punish failure <laughs> and futility. <laughs> I liked the bye week this week, man. It's just, it was a nice time to flex on the rest of the league a little bit because I had I did pretty well, you know. Yeah, you did. You had the second most points last yeah, week. next to you. Woo-woo! But how was that Giants D pickup? How about that? That's been good for you. Yeah. Surprised you held on to them. But, uh... Based on your nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh, and then... Let's go one more. Yeah, one more. Okay. This one's very special. What? Oh, I was just going to say, I got the next question from the Eddie. I I thought you were... Okay, yeah. That works. (laughs) Okay, we can do that. I thought you were just going to tell... You wanted me to remind the listeners that... Gord has now lost his Hebrew coil ring scribbler, <laughs> and he doesn't even have computer paper. He has what is it? Line loose leaf, loose leaf, line hole punch today. paper. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Well, I I didn't do my prep. Normally, I do the prep at the shop <coughs> uh, after work when I'm like waiting for the guys to finish up. But I uh, my dad stayed tonight, so I left a little bit early. So I uh, did it at home, and all I had was. Lined, <laughs> loose leaf paper. <laughs> well, well, so whatever. Yeah, it keeps it tidy. Yeah, it does. Except uh, my writing's really—it's all over the place. Actually, it's not that bad today. But yeah. Anyway, question three coming <laughs> in from C. Rob. Yeah, your writing is just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm looking for that fucking soundbite. Oh. Um, man. Okay. Yeah, his third question. Now that the Flyers player of the game football helmet is ready to go. <coughs> How does Kess? <coughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. Teddy. Teddy. Easy boy. Yeah, give me a break, man. Holy Hannah. 
It said, how hard does Kess skate Friday night just to get that bad boy? Only to forget it at home for the rest of the season. (laughs) (laughs) I never get it anyway, so I'm not that too worried about it. But if he leaves that thing at home, he's done. Um, (laughs) And we're going to be fucking pissed, man. Man, it is beautiful. Yeah. So I think we covered it. But anyways, we've got a new player of the game helmet. Robbie from the QMP came through like a champ. And got us an old Cincinnati Bengals helmet. Yeah, it was a Bengals helmet. So Gord took it to the shop, took the decals off, got the painter to paint our logo on both sides. Gord cleared it, put the face mask back on. It's sick. And it's exact colors, black, white, and orange. It's perfect. It's It's gorgeous. It's real nice. This is beautiful. What is that, velvet? (laughs) Yeah. So I think Kess is going to go fucking hard tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Getting back to the question. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he does, man. I hope the boys get away. I hope we so, all fucking do. Yeah, I choked. Yeah. I can't get out there, but... Uh, Five out of our regular 6D are not playing tomorrow. Yeah. Should bode, that bodes well, right? You guys would be good. Yeah. <coughs> I think I'm going to play D. Do it. Right there. Yeah. Maybe fucking dummy some guy in the offensive zone <laughs> the net for no reason. Maybe. <laughs> um... What do we got? The next question. <clears throat> I don't know. Sorry. What do we got? What do we got? <laughs> My segue. All the time. I know. I know. But time. this one, this one comes from a longtime pod texter. Uh, that's the Rundle Park Yeti. Um, <laughs> Your best friend. <laughs> My best friend. He says, boys, I've been following the league closely from the park, obviously. And me and the black bear are torn. <laughs> he says, me and the black bear, we need to know... How the Axe Head boys are really feeling about their semifinal matchups this week. <coughs> How do you feel? He wants How to. How do get, I feel? Yeah, the Rundle Park Yetis. <coughs> he puts the fucking he puts the pressure on the boys. I, they have great conversations. The Black Bear and the Yeti, yeah. roommates in the park. Yeah, roommates <laughs> in the park. <laughs> uh, uh, you wanna go? go yeah, I don't know, man. It. I'm uh the thing is like my team. Is is good, yeah. and and they have my, the thing with my team is it's feast or famine, man. <laughs> and everybody's going off, and you fucking have a killer week. Amari gets you forty fucking points over two hundred yards, three tutties. Yeah, whoop. Yeah, um, but week. I was on a bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it didn't matter. But no, I don't know. Listening to you complaining about your bye. Yeah, God damn. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know, man. Kellen's team's strong. Um, I think the only thing that really helps me this week. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to have a great game against the Chicago defense. Um, so I think that's going to be a weak point. But I do think McCaffrey <laughs> is going to go off for New Orleans. So I'm. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried, as as anyone yeah. should be. Uh, obviously, I don't want to lose, but I think uh, I think I have a good opportunity. There's no that. way you answer that question without being worried. You know, like yeah. everybody's feeling worried for yeah. sure. I feel the exact same way. Um, obviously, Chris, Chris is a force. He dominated our league. He dominated it. Mm-hmm. Ten and three is no slouch. No. Um, so yeah, I'm. I don't know. I like my chances. Um, I think a lot of guys on my team are kind of peaking at the right time. But that being said, Chris has a fucking sick duo with Breeze and Kamara. Mm-hmm. That scares me a lot. James White always has the potential to pop off a huge game. Um, you know, I, I'd be lying if I say it didn't help that Spencer Ware didn't play in tonight's Thursday Nighter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that that was beneficial. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm optimistic, but also 
word. Skeptical. skeptical. You gotta be skeptical. Have to be. Yeah. If yeah. you're not skeptical, you're a fucking liar. Fuck, that was a good question, you fucking Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. The Yeti always brings the heat. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Well, you know, him and the black bear needed to know. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to invite us over for dinner. <laughs> for <house>. coyote leg <laughs> or something like that. Roast oh, it over an open yeah, fire. Yeah, I caught a couple fucking squirrels <laughs> <Yeah>. here. Um, <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah, so... Okay, we got one more. Oh, we got one more. Yeah, this comes in from Chris, Kirk, and Linny. <clears throat> and he said, how far is too far when I name Feldy's team next year? And then second question... Does Andrew owe the league an apology similar to what Stu had to do circa 2016? Oof. Well, let's tackle the Feldman one first. So <laughs> yeah. Feldman and Chris had a side wager going on in our in our thing on the Calgary Oiler game that just happened in Edmonton. The Oilers walked away with a one nothing victory. Miko Koskinen crushed those flames. Yeah, had a great game. Great game. Chris won the bet. The bet was he gets to name Feldy's team. For the first three weeks of next season. So how far is too far? That is a bet I would never do. Never. I would never do that one. I would never, ever do that one. Fucking cojones on fucking both of those guys. There's no way I would do that. Well, we know Feldy's dick works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats again, Feldy. (laughs) Um... Fuck man, and and the you know what the the tough thing here is. I think you leave family out of it, but everything else is open. Yeah, and you got a guy that is harsh with Chris. He will fucking oh. he will dive deep Feldman, and think of something. Currently, he's good. looking through your junior high yearbook. Mm. Little do you know, like this guy is fuck better than 10, 10 PIs hired. You yeah, know? like oh, it's yeah. just the vault. He earned that nickname. Yeah, so it wasn't given. Uh, that was a yeah, that was a ballsy bet on both parts, and yeah, I think yeah. you fucking go hard, man. Yeah, go for it. Leave family out of it, but go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, second part, Andy's apology. Does it have to happen? Like a full on out apology, like Stu did. Yeah, Stu wrote like an apology in the group text. In the group text, fuck, yeah. it was funny, man. I was fucking howling, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming texting eleven other guys. <laughs> With your tail between your legs. <laughs> oh, oh hey fuck, man. Um, you know what? He almost fucking shit. He would. It would be fucking hilarious. Andy, I think I think it's it's said you got to pen the boys an apology. That being said, I don't think Stu was asked to do it. <laughs> no, he wasn't asked to do it. That's the funnier part. So, oh, oh. Mike Williams, you kidding me? Oh. Fuck! Left that beautiful, beautiful wide receiver on my bench. Oh, goddamn. Sorry. Mike Will made it. Okay. I don't know. If Stu wasn't asked to do it, I don't think Andrew should be asked <laughs> yeah, to do it. Yeah, I guess. It. No, it's up to him. So it's up to him. Yeah. Is my that, that's It's a fucking funny thought, though. Yeah. Good question. And Phil Rivers, another uh, game with two pass fucking touchies. Did he get one Did last Did Kellen week, start him against you? No, that was, a, that was a jet sweep, buddy. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Oh, good. You got a rushing touchdown now. Sweet. Thanks, Mike Will. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. And that was that was the text and answer segment. That was the text and answer, yeah. Okay. Um, not going to say it. We're rolling into Pass It Around the NFL. 
Oh yeah. Uh, see, I see how I stopped my segue there. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. But your first instinct was to say it. What do we got next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pass it around the NFL. We'll fire. We'll fire it up. Um, should we touch on the play of the week? Play of the week. Play, play of, of the year. Maybe. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah, that was sick. And, and it's the Miami miracle. Uh, last play of the game, and. Tannehill throws it to who? Stills? Stills catches it first. Stills yeah. catches it first. Stills shovels it to... Parker. Parker. Yeah. Parker shovels it to Drake. Kenyon fucking takes her to the house. And it was sick. It was unreal. Did you hear that they... like that? Uh, he was that new receiver that just went to Miami. <laughs> they interviewed him after the game on the radio. I was listening to him on the radio. Like uh, this year went? Yeah, this Albert year. Wilson? Albert Wilson, yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, he was saying they practiced that play. Really? Yeah, he said they practiced it the day before. And he's like, yeah, obviously you never expect it to work, but yeah, fuck it did, man. That play was sick. Oh. They, he found the hole. You could see him looking for an option and then just looking up the field. And was like, um, oh, it's Gronk. Oh, <laughs> man, and that was the best part. You know, I, I, I love that that backfired in the Patriots' face. Yeah. Because obviously he's there to deflect or knock down the Hail Mary. But ultimately it was his poor angle that he took that let mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake get into the end zone. The videos that came out after that of the fans losing their fucking minds was were unreal. They were going wild. Um, and I guess uh, Drake told a reporter that Adam Gase told him uh, when they drafted him, his first meeting, he said, we drafted you to beat the Patriots. <laughs> and so he he said that to the reporter, and then he said, I did what I was told to do. California. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was kind of neat, too, because uh, that play was 69 yards long. Longest game-winning touchdown with no time left in regulation Crazy. in NFL history. And it replaced, Gord, you'll love this, replaced the previous record set by Deshaun Jackson. In that punt return against your Giants. Oof. Remember that? 65 yards. Punt return TD. I think it was Monday Night Football. He caught it on a hop. December 19th, 2010. When he played for Washington. Yeah. 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 Same year. Uh, oh, no. Giants won it in 12 and 8. Yeah. And honestly, a little uh, little jump in the gun for United by Unis. The best part was they were wearing their throwbacks for that. So all the clips, they'll always be in those sexy Unis. Yeah. I knew I knew the Miami Unis were coming on United this week. Oh, for sure, for sure. They wore them back to back. Beautiful, beautiful end zone <clears throat> and uh fucking solid stick tap to John Pop. He texted in Snowflake. Yes. The name of the dolphin in Ace Ventura, Snowflake. Uh thank you, Johnny. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Well, next uh what are we going to next? Oakland? We talk about Oakdale? Yeah, let's talk about Bay the Bay Area? Yeah. How about we talk about the Raptors sweeping the fucking Golden State on the that season was series yeah. without Kawhi? And a uh, second game of a back-to-back. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. They're going to win the East for sure. You got to buy a Siakam. Oh, Pascal? Pascal. <laughs> what about a Fred Van Vliet? Ooh, don't mind that yeah. either. 23, classic number. Yeah. Or a Serge Ibaka. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy speaks like six different languages, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a pretty crazy. talented. He's a world yeah. world guy. Um, but anyway, Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> which apparently they found fucking rats in a pot machine at the Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> so, really? Or mice? That anyway. is disgusting. Yeah, drowned in pop. Yeah, or oh. well, or just living in there. I don't oh, know. Gross. Um, 
But where the fuck are they going to play next year? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. That's, That's the, the question. question. Where are the Oakland Raiders going to play next year? Yeah. So uh, on Tuesday, the city of Oakland sued the Raiders and the NFL for violating antitrust and contract laws and how they went about relocating the team. On Wednesday, as retaliation, the Raiders tore up a tentative lease agreement to play in 2019 in Oakland. Rumored possibilities include San Diego... Which is fucked. Yeah. They just crazy. moved a team out of there and now they're gonna say like, okay, you can you guys can have them for one year. Be the San Diego Raiders? Brutal. Um But earlier this year they made uh, a couple contingency plans for if they had to leave Oakland uh before they can move into their new Vegas digs. Uh CBS Sports reported at the time that the Raiders had approached San Diego officials, Chargers Old Stadium, and even that mayor's office said earlier this week uh, however, the team hadn't reached out. Yeah, so they haven't they haven't made a decision yet. So that's one rumored spot. San Francisco, they're talking about making them share with the 49ers for a year. Mm. Um, and it was actually built, and it's built in the lease of uh, the stadium in Santa Clara that it it can house two teams, and it is encouraged that it does. Hmm. So that that seems most likely. San Antonio came up too in the Alamo Dome. Mayor wants it to happen, but. That pumpkin haircut and freak Mark Davis um, doesn't want to play on artificial turf. So, uh, uh, be- but you know, because the baseball diamond is that much better. <laughs> that was better. Sakes. Yeah, fucking shale, mm. which is badass though. I guess, but have fun with your knees. Yeah, it's true. It's ridiculous. Imagine getting tackled by a three hundred pound dude in shale. Oh god, fuck. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the last spot? Well, they had a couple. Uh, I mean, I think UNLV. I don't know if I don't know if they would actually go to a college stadium, but they were also thinking about San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. Yeah, uh, the mayor wants it to happen. I just read that one, man. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You read the San Fran one, didn't and you? I did San Antonio. Did you? God, Gord. Oh, Teddy's been Keep hitting me up. hard. Man, okay. it's tough to. I'll finish this one off. Yeah, if let, I should have just let him finish it off. It's tough to read the new notes, man. It all the paragraphs yeah, look the same. Technology, Gord, is I know, man. I'm, isn't up to date with loose leaf paper. I'm Gord. on. I'm way better on the loose leaf paper. <laughs> loose leaf lined paper. Gord's got a typewriter at home and a fucking rotary phone too. See, my problem is after I hit Teddy so many times, I can't. Read, Focus. I can't. No, I can't read the paragraph at hand and listen to what Matt says. That's my problem. <laughs> no, man. I'm a one. I'm a I'm can't a, multitask. No, I'm a one-dimensional <laughs> guy, man. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, okay, you finish this one off. Yeah, man. the other rumored <laughs> spot is the UNLV campus. Uh, it's not ideal though. It's too small. It needs upgrades, and it would be super expensive. Um, but and it wasn't even in their. Uh, location uh when they first set out their contingency plan they didn't even list this spot as a, as an area so doubtful it goes there other rumor choices college stadiums in berkeley stanford san jose state and nevada so who fucking knows yeah the season's coming to a close real quick it and is. mark davis has no plan it would have been wild to you go cannot to- go back to oakland though no no you've you've basically treated those fans like shit you their can't bridge, say like, okay, we're coming back for one more. Fuck that. What does an Oakland fan become? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. If a tree falls in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <you're> there. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, we can move past move Gord's, along, yeah. more, move past Gord's blunder there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's funny. Um, Houston had their nine-game winning streak snapped uh, by the Colts this week. Andrew Luck's Colts. Uh, Texans now sit at nine and four, while the Colts back bounce into the win column as they looked to lock down one of the wild card spots. But back bounce? I don't know. Bounce back. Bounce back. I'm talking too fast. I laugh like a fucking old smoker. The kid doesn't... You know what? Oh, I'm man. not a notes guy, man. That's I'm a okay. paper That's guy. okay, okay. We're almost done around. Passing around. I'll finish. I'll finish. Anyway, we were talking... The, the Houston, their game... Their winning streak snapped. Yeah. Um, And the Colts look fucking good. Man. Colts are looking good. I yeah. like that team. Yeah. Other other than that little... Uh, two weeks ago when they lost six rip to fucking Jacksonville. <laughs> um, But, you know... I think they're I think they're gonna be good. Yeah, for sure. So I think so. I like that team, man. And it's nice to see the Colts bouncing back a bit. Maybe maybe Maddie shouldn't have rolled me such a fucking nice joint for passing around the NFL. Yeah, I actually able to get it straight. I rolled us each one. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get Gord six, so I was like, oh, you can have your own so we're not passing. <laughs> and yeah, I'm fucking hot. <laughs> okay. Uh bad news for Eagles fans. Carson Wentz came out uh came out today that he will be out for a while with a broken vertebrae in his back. And uh, he's been dealing with this issue for a while. Uh, getting back spasms, not sure what's causing it. Um, anyways, uh, hopefully it's not a long-term thing. Doesn't look like the Eagles. I don't know. Do you see the Eagles in the playoffs? No, no absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, no. you know what? Get it, get it fixed now. Um, but, yeah, tough news for, for Philly fans. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back that? is broken. What a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> spinal. Spinal. Oh man. Oh, it's fucking. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> oh fuck. And then the last one, kind of a neat tidbit going into the Monday Nighter this week. Carolina and New Orleans taking on each other. After beating them three times last year, Cam Jordan of the Saints sent Cam Newton of the Panthers a bottle of wine and a broom in the mail, basically telling him to relax and reminding him of the suite. Cam didn't forget and actually brought it up at a press conference this past week. He was quoted as saying, I ain't take the pack off, so I'm going to return to the sender if everything gets taken care of the way we know we can do it. And that's all in good fun. He also went on to call it disrespectful. <laughs> so we'll see what's up. But it is yeah. pretty disrespectful. Fuck, it's ballsy. Why yeah. would you do that? I remember one of the best things I ever saw was when Chad Johnson was in the league. And at the start of the season, he printed off a list of every team on the schedule's top cornerback. And he laminated it and hung it in his locker. <laughs> and every time that he got interviewed, he would look and he'd say, like, you know, D'Angelo Hall, check I got you, man. Who's next? Oh and he would God. call him out. It was kind of, it was obviously pompous, arrogant move, but yeah. like, fuck, ballsy. I ballsy. Like it. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> what do we got next? Want to jump into Connor's Corner? Should we do Connor's Corner? Mm-hmm. Jo- Connor's Corner is pretty short this week again. Yeah. Um, but Giants fans, they're like, or sorry, uh, Steelers. Oh, Steelers fans. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Oh, the man. message boards are going to be lighting up today. Teddy is <laughs> Teddy is rocking the kid, man, hard. 
Um, anyway, so I mean, Connor's still not practicing this week. No. Owners are worried. Yeah. If you got Samuels, you're like, eh, maybe I'll be okay, but you're not 100% confident. Yeah. Um, but then today comes out, and the Steelers' offensive coordinator, Randy Fitcher, said Connor could play without practicing. Hmm. So, I don't know. Glimmer of hope? Yeah, glimmer of hope. Uh, something that teams obviously, like, they say it, but they're not going to actually do it, you know. Um, he's He's got to get a limited in before... Uh, before he's gonna play on. Sunday. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, it's hard to, hard to trust. Yeah, I'm keeping uh, I'm keeping Samuels <laughs> in the lineup as my tight end. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you got a problem with that, then I got a problem with you. Yeah, exactly. If it's a versatile player, let him play. Yeah, exactly. You know. Man. Okay. It's army cool. Um, I'm sorry for the voice, guys. I feel like it's fucking probably yeah, terrible kidding. to listen to. Killing it. Mm. Better than my babbling. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> <clears throat> Jumping into United by Unis now. Oh, my favorite segment. Ooh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Best uni of the week goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They wore their all red color rush unis. I don't mind these one bit. I'm not sure if it's because I just hate their regular unis so much and they're horrible. But these have a great mix of pop and simplicity. I'd like to see them return to their creamsicle unis from the 80s. And actually, one of the fans started a GoFundMe page about that. Or a, or a petition page or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't want to go that route, I understand. They can look, you know, people love them or hate them. These unis are a nice alternate that they could that they could go to. Yeah. I just hate their current ones. And those red ones are really nice. Yeah, they're not bad. I do like their big uh, oversized decal on their helmet and the chromed out face mask that they put on. Those look sharp. Those look sharp. Mm-hmm. Love United by Unis. My worst Unis of the week. <laughs> you thought we were done. Uh, another one of Matt's <coughs> Rational Hates. Yeah, Rational Hates. Arizona <coughs> Cardinals. They busted out their black alternates for this game against Detroit. I think they suck. They're, after all, named the Cardinals, so why aren't you wearing fucking red? And if you don't want to wear a red jersey, at least pair it with red pants. The overall structure of the uniform sucks. The piping on the side sucks. I, I just... The uniform sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're that bad. They're not great. Uh, and their helmet is boring. I mean, you need a nice helmet with no logos to be yeah. intricate. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, and by far the worst unis of the of the week belong to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, terrible. All green uniforms, absolutely look horrible. You look like highlighters out there. Uh, I don't mind the the lime green as an accent, but as a main focal color, no thank you. Can't do it. It's terrible. I did, and the make things worse, they wore it on Monday night, so they've got a massive audience. They've got a beautiful set of uniforms, and they choose those yeah. as their exposure. You've got a fucking huge platform, and you do that. If I saw myself in clothes like those, I'd have to kick my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. And then we touched briefly last week. Or we got into depth, actually, last week about yeah. my cause, my cleats. Uh, I just kept it brief. This is the final week of the campaign to let the players show their support for various causes with designs on their cleats. Um, I highly encourage listeners on your own time, check it out on YouTube. Just type it in my cause, my cleats 2018. There's some pretty amazing stories, but, uh, we didn't want to go three hours, so I just kind of yeah. scaled it back. <laughs> scaled but yeah, check it out. NFL.com, uh, YouTube. They've all got it. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Decent. 
Oh, well, moving along. Moving along. Moving along. Boys are cracking a couple beers, feeling pretty decent. Woo! Mm. Voice is feeling like shit. Yeah. I should have <coughs> popped by the old No Frills and got you uh, some hauls on the way. Some lozenges. Considering we got the No Frills No Namer Oh, yeah, up. that's right. They um, wouldn't have been hauls, buddy. They would have been something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. You got some y'alls. Yeah, you got some y'alls. <laughs> um, no Frills No Namer. And uh, this is a wide receiver on the Bills. A guy who's out on the wire who might have a decent week. Um, and that's Robert Foster, wide receiver on the Bills. He actually got picked up. Oh, did he? The Strathcona Stunners. Nice, yeah. nice. That's a good. That's a good pickup. Yep. Uh, had a great week last week, and I mean, he's had. I think he played. He so he got drafted by the Bills. Yep. Dropped and cut to the practice roster. Just got called up two weeks ago. Mm. So, um, yeah, he had a great week. Eight targets, seven receptions. For 104 yards, he got 14.4 fantasy points. Um, And I was just impressed because that's an offense that's running, like literally running through Josh Allen, right? Yeah. um, He's putting up over 100 yards rushing a game, like, and and Robert Foster comes out and gets over 100 yards receiving. That's good, man. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's actually That's a great week. Great pickup by Andy. Woo! That was a good pickup by Andy. Um, Yeah. So that was the no-namer. Sweet. We had nothing from Big Dick Nick this week. No, eh? oh, silent, man. silent. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Well, let's jump into dank stats. Aaron Rodgers has gone nine straight weeks without an interception, and on the season he has one. That's Happened crazy. in week four. Taysom Hill blocked a punt for the Saints last week. So this season, Taysom Hill has done the following: completed passes, run for a touchdown, caught a pass, returned a kick. Recorded tackles on special teams. Blocked a punt. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What a fucking Swiss Army knife, hey? He is a Swiss <laughs> Army knife. That's crazy. Not wild. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Weeks 1 to 6, he had one touchdown. Weeks 7 to 14, 12. <laughs> Ballin'. Man, turning it on at the right time for fantasy owners. For fantasy owners, for yeah. For Kellen. For the wrong fantasy owners. <laughs> and man, I got to play him this week. You got to play him. Good <sighs> luck. Good luck. Um, I got a bone to pick, Gordon. What's up? Last week. You said that you weren't a Julio guy. <laughs> you said I'm not a Julio guy. <laughs> hey. I, I, I didn't do it with the accent, <laughs> with the Brooklyn accent. Hey, not, hey, I'm not a Julio guy. I'm not a Julio guy. <laughs> Just curious. Will these stats tickle your fancy or sway you at all? So. Let's hear him. Let's hear him because he is a fucking gem. He's had a record this week. He is the first player in NFL history to have five straight season of five straight seasons of fourteen hundred reception yards, first ever. He has the fourth most fantasy points at the wide receiver position this season in our league, and Does is he? only one point behind your boy Devonte Adams, who's in third. He leads the NFL. He leads. The, <laughs> you're not getting the point here, Gordon. <laughs> he leads the NFL in receiving yards with. Uh, 1,429, which is 171 more than Tyreek Hill, who is in second. 
So if that's not your kind of guy, <laughs> I'm fine with it because I will draft that kind of guy. What a fucking stunt. Yeah, that, I mean, when you break it down like that, it, uh, it definitely skews my perception a little bit. But you know what, man? Doesn't get enough tutties for me. Okay, that's true. That's Doesn't true. Doesn't get enough tutties for me I, I to could be your that. number one receiver. I'll take that when I was looking up the stats. Devontae Adams, 11. Exactly. He has five. Yeah. I'll take that. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but um, if he's getting the yards, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if he's getting over 100 lots, then you're getting points, right? All but right. Well. I, I think the potential is there with a different guy. Hmm. Even though he's, what, fourth most? Fourth most. So, who's first? Thielen? I didn't. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't. And Devonte Adams is third, though. No, I think it's Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill's got to be up there. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. Catching me off guard here. <laughs> Dropping. <laughs> trying All to right. drop stats on stats. Talking about <laughs> talking about great wide receivers. Larry <laughs> Legend, or as Chris calls him, Legendary Larry. <laughs> Legendary Larry. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he became uh, the leader with most receptions with one single team in NFL history. He has uh, 1,286 receptions with one franchise. That's wild. Which is really good. Uh, he surpassed Jerry Rice, who had uh, 1,281, so he now sits five ahead. Hmm. Um, our boy. Your boy, my boy, everybody's boy. Rookie of the year. Saquon. Oh. He is the first rookie running back in Giants history to rush for 1,000 yards. He is also the first Giants rookie to ever score 13 touchdowns in one season. He currently has 1,124 rush yards, third in the NFL. 629 receiving yards, fourth amongst running backs. 1,753 total yards, second in the NFL, and 13 total touchdowns, uh, which is tied for fourth in the NFL. And if you don't respect... Those numbers, listen to the way this rookie talks to his offensive line. Wild. It's insane. If you could get that movement and he can hook him, yeah, and the center yeah. can hook him, and you could come back, I could lean, give him the comeback door, and the stick could go vertical, and I don't have to worry about the seeds. And I just split the split, no, split the seeds. All right? But now, nah, but keep, hey, but we got five, we got five yards yeah, on him. Oh, yeah, so if that's what if we're going to, we can continue to do that off. Game five yard run is what it is. You know what I mean? Just keep busting the front again that movement, creating that space. Pretty wild. And then he rips off a seventy five yard run. Moments after. Yeah. It was just, you know, to to demand that kind of respect as a rookie and to get it? Mm-hmm. Props. Yeah, well he's I think he's fucking borderline the best running back in the game right now. <coughs> he's gonna go high next year. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um you know what? I think I need to intervene. Okay. On Matt Stank wow. stats. All right. You don't get enough. You don't get enough of the spotlight. Okay, you know what? Sir? I just want to go. This is a little mini segment. <laughs> this is Gord's Dank stats. Because oh. <laughs> everybody says I'm not a stat guy. And I'm not. <laughs> but you had one stat and you're like, yeah, this warrants a segment of my own. I got two stats. <laughs> I got two stats. All right. All right. So All right. Gord's Dank stats. New segment on the pod. Let me know how you guys like it. It's actually, it's pretty quick and it's Giants related, but the Giants have a tiny margin (laughs) that they can make the playoffs. So this is what they need. They need to happen. Giants most likely last path to the playoffs. 
Dallas over Philly, Seattle over Minnesota. That just happened. Carolina loses two of three to New Orleans, Atlanta, and then again to New Orleans. Philly loses two of three to the Rams, the Texans, or the Redskins. (laughs) Minnie has to lose two of three to Miami, Detroit, and then Chicago. And Green Bay only has to lose one of three, and they have to lose to either Chicago, the Jets, or Detroit. The Giants (laughs) would have to travel to Chicago for the championship game. And and they have to win out, obviously. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and fucking Giants fans are, are itching about it. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I, I saw it and I was like, fuck. I was like, man. I was like, that seems plausible, you know? Like, <laughs> but obviously, I don't think they are. I just think it was... Uh, I thought it was just kind of funny. But, yeah. Um, oh, no. I don't mind that. You know what? in any time. And, and I got another... Yeah, drop it on and us. I got another Gord's Dank <laughs> Drop it on us. And this one is uh, more involved with the game that's actually playing tonight. Um, Chargers at Chiefs. Yeah. So... The Chargers and Phil Rivers have lost the last four starts at Arrowhead Stadium, scoring a combined of 50 points. And they say the crowd noise is what fucks them all. Yeah, Arrowhead. Yeah. And they don't have the advantage that Seattle does of the building shape. No. Arrowhead is just a fucking just straight rocking building. So, yeah, that was uh, that was Gord's other dank stat. Oh, man, you know what? I don't mind that. We can tag team this. If you bring the heat like that, absolutely, man. No, I mean, a bit optimistic to believe in your Giants right now, but, you know, anyway. Hey, you know what? <laughs> like, like, fucking, possibility. Like Lloyd Christmas said. Like Lloyd Christmas said. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> but, All right. Anyway, back to the scheduled programming. Okay. Most rush yards by a quarterback in a three-game span. Fucked. But Josh Allen just passed Michael Vick in that respect. He has 335 in a three-game span. Michael Vick did it, uh, but he only had 294, uh, which is impressive when you think about it. But then you think you hear this stat and you're like, okay, like it's not designed. This guy's running for his fucking life. So quarterback rushing yards. Josh Allen has 490 total on the year. Designed runs, 89 <laughs> yards came from those. Scrambles were 401. Oh, man. <laughs> Whereas when you look at Lamar Jackson, who has 469 total rush yards, his design runs, 418 came from designed, and only 51 came from scrambled. So Josh Allen, yeah, you're running, but you're running to fucking save your own skin, buddy. <laughs> That's, hey, man, I, I, you cannot fucking knock that. Man. No, no, good for him, yeah. but like, fuck. Athletic. I guess. For a white guy. <laughs> or he doesn't know the playbook, and he's yeah. just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, either or. Fuck, okay. Oh, wow. Well, talked about oh, it a shit. bit before. My boy George Kittle. Uh huh. San Francisco's 49ers tight end. So he came just short of breaking an NFL record in receiving yards by a tight end in a game. Kittle had seven receptions, 210 yards, and a touchdown at halftime. Yeah, he had a week, man. But then didn't get seen again in the, in the second <laughs> oh, half. Oh, really? So he ended with 210 yards. The record was 214. 
They in didn't a half. They no in a game. Oh. He had two ten by the half. Shannon Sharp said it in uh, two thousand two with two hundred and fourteen in a year. <sighs> or in a sorry, what did I fucking just <laughs> in a say? game in a game. Sorry, yeah. which is fucking wild. And I guess Kyle Shanahan had no idea. And then after the game, there's like a mic'd up scene. And he just profusely keeps apologizing. He said, had I known, had I known, had I known. And Kittle was like, no, don't worry about it. It's not good. <laughs> you know, kind yeah. of thing. They said, uh, I think his quote was that he felt sick to his stomach. Shanahan. Not get, yeah, not getting it to him. But 210 by in one half is insane. That's wild. Um, he already holds the single season receiving record for records uh, in the 49ers history books by a tight end. And he still has three games to go. He's just a beauty. Um, oh man, I, I, what a what a lucky find! Oh, you know, yeah. I have to That's say, a great, like, great, yeah, seven hundred and five uh, yards is what he has, which is his yards after catch. That's first in the league. Um, he's got ten point two yards after catch per reception, and uh, yeah, he's just balling. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. him. Your boy, Amari Cooper. My boy, Cooper. Man. First player in NFL history with three go-ahead receiving touchdowns in the fourth quarter slash overtime of the same game. Woo! Cooper is also third Cowboys player ever with 200 reception yards, three touchdowns. He joins Michael Irving, who did it in 1992, and Frank Clark, who did it in 1962. And he has the most, I think, doesn't he? He's balling. Yeah, he is balling. I'm I'm fucking happy. And I felt like... Kudos to you on that trade. I think Kellen kind of gave him up like he was giving up on him. Yep. Yeah, well, but, not, we're not going to give that cat any fucking credit. No. So I think I... Uh, you know what? As long as Trubisky pans out, which I think he will, <coughs> um, yeah, should be good. I should win that trade, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. For sure. Fucking Amari's balling, man. And it's tough to cheer for the fucking Cowboys, but, like, I do. <laughs> now, you know, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> texting Tay about well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I'm like, texting Tay, I'm like, fuck, man. Zeke's going off. Cooper's going off. Because he has the same guys in the other league. Oh, yeah. He has both those yeah. guys in the other league. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I don't know. All right. At 20 years old, seven months and seven days, Tremaine Emmons of the Buffalo Bills is the youngest player ever to record an interception. Previous title holder was Terrell Suggs, oh. also Hard University, yeah. <laughs> who picked off a twenty, uh, picked off a pass twenty days before he turned twenty one in two thousand three. Uh, Mike Thomas, he's a beauty. He just broke Jarvis Landry's uh, record. Uh, he passes Jarvis Landry and Odell for most receptions in his first three seasons with two hundred and ninety eight. Speaking of the Saints, Mark Ingram, fucking. Beast. Yeah, he's beasting. Yeah, percentage of carries that he's tackled for a loss in his career since 2011, and you have to have a minimum of 800 carries, 7.4 times, or 7, 7.4% of the time, yeah. he gets tackled for a loss. So he's always falling forward. That's the best in the league. Next close was former <laughs> Giant. Former Giant, man, Rashad Jennings. Rashad Jennings. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bell Elliott Matthews, which is pretty. Just a pretty uh, neat stat. Uh, With his second reception of his five receptions last week, Adam Thielen joins Wes Welker and Rod Smith as the only undrafted players in the common draft era with 100 receptions in a season. And now i got to give it to my Browns. 
Okay, hold on. Before we go Browns. Sure. Did you see that clip on NFL throwback of Wes Welker? He kicks... Oh, yeah. He kicks a fucking field goal. Yeah. He kicks a place kick. Yeah. Returns a place kick. And I think he punts. Yeah. Yeah. Because Olindo Mare got hurt in warm-up. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Wes oh. Welker. He seemed like a beauty. Yeah, he would be a fun guy to go for. Yeah, when they were sure. at the Kentucky Derby, all high on MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> so know. That's so the rumor goes. We might have to touch on that in Bacon's Oh, sometime. man. Bacon, get on it. Yeah, Bacon, get on it. Wes <laughs> Welker, Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Anyway, yeah. hit the Browns. Hit me with that Browns heavy. Okay, Browns heavy. In 40 games under Hugh Jackson as head coach, the Browns won three games. In five games under Greg Williams as head coach, they won three games. Baker Mayfield hasn't been sacked in three games. The longest the Browns have gone without allowing a sack in 30 years. Holy fuck. But it's impressive. Since Hugh left and Freddie Kitchens took over that offense, quarterback hits allowed since week nine. Cleveland has four. The second lowest is Baltimore, Indianapolis, and New England who have 19. Jesus. And the worst is Atlanta at 48. Holy fuck. Four four since week nine. So that O-line is... Doing what they need to do. Joel Batonio, mm-hmm. Kevin Zeitler, JC Treader, those guys are coming through, man. Sick. And those are my dank stats of the week. Woo! Woo, woo, woo. Couple of Gord's dank stats in there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like Gordy's. Gordy's. Oh, we got to think of a good name. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll think of a better name. Uh, Gord's dank stats ain't that bad either, though. Dick's droppings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. It sounds like you got an STD. Dick's droppings in the... <laughs> no, let's stay away from that one, I think. All right. But you know what we will get into, though? <coughs> Gord's Grinder. Whoop, whoop. Love uh, this one. Yeah. Hitting the grinder. And you know what? There's a fucking couple guys that had a few real grinder weeks. Oh, yeah. So I'm only going to hit two. Um, obviously, the first one. The, this is the epitome of the grinder game. Hmm. T.Y. Hilton for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Playing through an ankle injury yet, T. Money Y. Hilton went off. 12 targets, 9 receptions, 199 yards. That is a fucking grinder day if I've ever seen one. And uh, he helped Indy snap Houston's win streak, but couldn't help the Bones beat the Blazers, which is tough. Yeah. So yeah, tough one. Yeah, he he, he yeah. went off 199 yards, uh, 23.9 points without a touchdown. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. He was on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hot tonight. <laughs> uh, honorable mention, I got to give it to my boy Zeke. Um, I'm pretty sure he had 196 scrimmage yards last game. I didn't do the fucking math, uh, but he gets an honorable mention. He had 40 touches. Last week. Holy shit. 40. Really? Okay. He had 28 rush attempts for 113 yards. He had 13 targets, 12 receptions for 79 receiving yards. Uh, he got me 23.2 points on my buy, whatever. Uh, but he, and I got to give him to it because he's the rushing leader of the league right now with uh, 1,262 rush yards. Yeah. So those are Gord's Grinders. Man, that was great. I loved it. Hitting the grinds. All right, well, moving along, we have Teddy's Choking Tip of the Week. <laughs> and Teddy put a little bit of extra effort in here uh, this week. We love him for it. 
Well, jumping into it. Are you having problems keeping freshly ground weed on your table? Do you find it messy and hard to manage? Well, sports fan, try this little number on for size. Next time, try using a Frisbee when rolling your joints or blunts. The concave edge is super duper helpful as the cupped outline keeps loose weed from falling into the floor or keeps it off and keeps it in your J. Plus, once you're lifted, you can take that Frisbee outside for some fun in the sun. Oh, man. Yeah, you could go play some disc golf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Use a putter. If you're using discs, I would suggest using the putter. <clears throat> he also... Oh, uh, Ted wasn't done. <laughs> he wants to... He knows there's those guys out there that when they smoke, they get cravings, you know? So he wanted to introduce a little sub-segment. <laughs> called the munchy minute <laughs> oh my god is this john from the rock piles idea <laughs> 30 seconds no more no less <laughs> oh, man. no he said want to get the most bang for your buck next time you're floating and get a craving it'll take a bit of planning ahead but you won't be disappointed try these tips on for size amigo ask for fries without salt that will guarantee that the fine dining establishment that you've chosen will make will have to make a new batch just for you. Once you get those fries, go ahead and salt them yourself. Guaranteed fresh, guaranteed hot, guaranteed <laughs> delicious. In the same vein, when you ask for your drink, make sure you say without ice. Once you're at home, add your own. Might not seem like a big deal, but your throat will be thankful to have that extra bit, especially after hitting that bong or pipe. (laughs) (laughs) And those are Teddy's tips of the week. The more you know. The more more you know. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh man. Teddy bringing the heat, <laughs> Oh, fuck. Well, I can't argue a vet like Teddy, man. No, he knows what's up. Yeah, he knows what's up. Munchy fucking minute, man. Munchy minute. Uh, <coughs> John from the Rockpile is stoked. Oh, yeah, he's pumped. Yeah. That's, cool. That's funny, man. Well, do you want to jump into the forecast? Should we do the forecast? Yep. Oh, man, it's a fearless. It's an area I haven't been... Uh, haven't been really cashing in on lately. I've been a little bit down on my luck, man. <laughs> I think my last real win... Well, Russ was an okay win. That's yeah. what I picked him yeah. for. I picked him for the Fearless, and he still had four TDs. Yeah, not but, the way I thought, though. Yeah. The next win before that was AP when he went off against the Giants. Yeah, that's true. Lately... Hit a bit of a rut. Yeah, kid's been on a bit of a slide. Last week, I went with my running back... Peyton Barber. <laughs> Peyton Barber. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I said he was going to have 12 rush attempts for 82 yards on the ground and two touchdowns <laughs> and 48 receiving yards. <coughs> he actually had 14 rush attempts for 42 yards, Oy. two targets, and two receiving yards. Oh, and he man. got uh, John from the Rockpile. 
4.4 points. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But... And the next, uh, the next one, I, he, you know what? He had a decent day. Okay. Um, but that was Josh Gordon. Uh, I predicted he would have 112 yards and a tutty. He didn't. He had uh, nine targets, five receptions for 96 yards for 9.6 points, which isn't that bad. Yeah. No, I didn't mind it at all. It helped me to victory. Yeehaw! <laughs> um, fearless this week. Fuck it back. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Say with authority. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> and even though his shoulder's a little bit bummed up, you know who I went with? Cam Newton versus, uh, versus New Orleans. He's uh, motivated. Think, yeah, we know that. Yeah, I think he's going to have a great uh, a great day. I think he's going to go for 280 yards, two tutties. I think he's going to have 48 rush yards. I think he's going to use his legs in this game. And uh, for one, one, one tutty on the ground. So that's my QB. My tight end. Ah, he's a bit of a no-namer, too. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, And it's uh, the Jets' tight end, Chris Herndon. Herndon. Yeah, Chris yeah. Herndon. Uh, they're playing Houston. Um, stout D, but I don't know. I think there's, you know, Sammy D needs a safety valve, and the tight end's going to be that guy. Uh, I think he's going to go for 89 yards and one tutty. All right. Yeah. Don't mind that one That's bit. Fearless. The tank cast this week, last week, I had Matt Ryan. I said he would go for two under 210, one touchdown, two picks. Well, he went for 262, had three touchdowns. But he uh, obviously beat my expectations. But he also did have an interception that was a pick six, went to the house. Uh, so I can take some solace in that. Overall, I take the loss on that. Tight end, low-hanging fruit, but I fucking crush it. I predicted (laughs) Jimmy Graham would get less than four fantasy points while catching two passes under 20 yards, no touchdowns. He actually got two catches for under 20 yards. He only had 13 and no touchdowns. Oh. Fuck you! But I mean, like, any fucking buddy could have predicted that one, so. Hey, wins a win. Wins a win. (laughs) This week at wide receiver, I've chosen... The Valley View Vice's boy, Kenny Galladay. One would think that after watching Golden Tate get moved to Philly and Marvin Jones get placed on the shelf, that Kenny G would take off. But that hasn't been the case. Defenses are keying in on him. He hasn't been held in check. Oh. Hasn't been, <laughs> has been held in check. In the last three weeks, he has failed to score over 10 fantasy points. His numbers have been steadily declining. Add in the fact that he's taking on the Bills and Tredavious White, I don't like it. The Bills have given up the second fewest fantasy points to uh, wide receivers this season. I think he's going to have three catches for 36 yards, no touchdowns. All right. My tank of the week is Gus, the mini bus, Edwards. He bursts onto the scene as a replacement for Alice Collins in the Ravens' backfield, and he handled it really well. What scares me, though, with Edwards is the emergence of Kenneth Dixon. He's back. Yeah. He outscored Edwards fantasy-wise, got the goal line touchdown instead of Edwards, he just seemed to be trusted more. They're taking on the Bucks, who have been terrible fantasy-wise against RBs. Uh, but I still think Edwards will struggle. I predict he'll have 18 attempts, 70 yards, no touchdowns. Mm. All right. What are we hitting next? Buds and duds? Buds and duds? Buds and duds. And duds. Should I hit the duds? Yeah. All right. Let's hit the duds. Ah, <laughs> uh, Duds this week. QB had to go with your boy. Dangerous. 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 
He was on the fear list a couple weeks ago, and now he's hitting the duds list. And versus Mini, he just didn't have a great game. Uh, 9.98 fantasy points. He had 72 pass yards, uh, 7 rush attempts, 61 rush yards, a 2-point conversion, and an interception. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's my QB dud of the week. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. My uh, wide receiver dud of the week is actually a guy Matt just talked about. Yeah. Uh, it's Kenny Galladay. Uh, versus Arizona. He had 0.5. Yeah, not points. even a point. Not even a point. <laughs> he had four targets, two receptions for only five yards. Oh, you <laughs> bought me a gun rack? <laughs> <laughs> I don't own a, a gun. gun. <laughs> I own many guns. That would necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> you're not careful, Wayne. You're going to lose me. <laughs> That's a fucking great movie. Oh, man. Anyway... That's uh, wide wide receiver dud of the week. Yeah, all day. Running back, I had to go with the guy I have. I roster in my other league, but I had to go with Lenny Fournette. Mm. Only scored uh, the boners four point one points. Uh, he had fourteen rush attempts for thirty six rush yards, three targets, two receptions, and five receiving yards. Shit day, but the Shit the, the Jags day. Jags were bad. Yeah, they are bad. So not just. Yeah, they're always bad. But, yeah, that's the old duds of the week. All right. Our buds of the week. At quarterback, I've got Thomas Brady. 30 fantasy points, three uh, touchdowns, 358 yards. Another day of the office for the GOAT. No big deal. At wide receiver, Gord's boy on a bye. Amari Ooh. Cooper. What a bananas weekend he had. Holy shit. 41 <coughs> pa- fantasy points, 10 catches, 217, three touchdowns. He's been reborn in Big yeah. D. Great Hard pickup hats, by Gord. Hardhat's finally getting a little love, eh? Buddy, I get <laughs> just, love when it's needed. I know. I'm just yeah. bugging you. Man, we're watching Phil Rivs probably having a game today here right now. I don't know. They haven't found Tyreek, so I'm discouraged. Oh, no. He's not even doing that. <coughs> Perfect. At running back, Derek Henry. Obviously, seems like forever yeah. ago that he did it, but Jesus. Mind-boggling, 51 points in our league. 238, 17 attempts, 4 touchdowns, absolutely balled out. Grown man numbers, holy yeah, shit. crazy. At tight end, my boy, George Kittle. Oh, you're a self-love. Fan- 31 fantasy points, 5 yards away from a record in tight end receiving. Oh my god, one touchdown. Kittles and bits, Kittles yeah, and bits, Kittles and bits. Yeah, oh yeah. Ah! Yeah, give it to him. <laughs> Fucking rights. Yeah, I love him. Fuck, good week for good week for a few buds, man. There were some guys that fucking balled out this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we got some guys balling out this week too. Yeah, hopefully, especially for the guys that are on a buy, because you watch those guys ball out when it doesn't count. Yeah, it's tough. and then if they shit the bed the next week. Woo! Tough break. Yeah, tough break. well, Chargers are marching here right now. We'll see. Five minutes left. Five minutes left. I don't know. They got they need two tutties. Yeah. They're tough. Okay, well, let's jump into our league. We're going to quickly recap the round one playoff matchups. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, let's start with the B pool. Yeah, we can start with the B pool. We only had, well, we only had fucking four matchups this week. Yeah, so Gord, Chris were on the bye in the A pool. Uh, Feldy and Show Life Shane were on a bye in the B pool. Yeah, Julio think you are. I am. Yeah. Um, so first game we got the Valley View Vices versus the replacements. Um, I don't know, it's tough for Johnny. 
But he didn't even have that bad of a week, man. 104. Would yeah, that's a, lot, a good That's a Would good have beat number. a few guys in the league, that's for sure. Yep. Um, Winston got him 20 points. Landry got him 20. Chubb got him 14. Oh, my boy, Camp Break got two tutties last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, got him, he got him 13. Uh, Dalvin didn't have a bad day, um, but he still lost 104.22 to the replacements. 125. Uh, Mr. Tim Brody had 30 points. Juju had 29. Gronk had 20. Uh, Kenyon Drake, 13.9. Like, he had, a, he had a good week, so he won. Yeah. Well. Tough one Tough one for the Vices. Sends him to the Gregor, but fuck, what are you going to do? That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly life. it. Good luck, Johnny. In the other B-Pool matchup, we had the East Lake Scoundrels taking on the now Strathcona Stunners. And the East Lake Scoundrels had a terrible week, but it fucking didn't matter. Yeah. They only got 69, but they beat Andy's team, to uh, who only put up 52. Uh, Scott is safe, and Andrew meets Johnny in the Gregor. You are one pathetic loser. Beauty. Oh yeah. So I guess we'll hit the A pool. Talk about your. Um, talk about. I'll talk about my own if you want. Yeah, you can talk about your own. I'll I'll hit Cat Guy and the Harrison Butt Kickers. Uh, Nige had a tough week. Uh, only scoring sixty nine points. Maddie Ryan did not bad twenty one. Um, but everybody else, nobody else broke double digits. Uh, tough week for Nige. Cat Guy. Uh, he got one hundred seven point three. He uh, gets the win. Edelman Edelman had a good day, 14.6. McCaffrey went off. Jones had a good day. Uh, Jared Cook had another good day. Uh, Lamar Miller, not bad. So he wins 107.3 to 69.48. All right. And and what, what and happened in the Blazers and the Bones? Yeah, uh, Blazers got fortunate. <clears throat> they had a lot of guys have big weeks. So on the on the strength of Saquon Barkley, who are at 29, George Kittle, who got 31, and Mixon, who got me 23. I was fortunate enough to beat Stu, uh, 147 to 89. Uh, I was worried going into that matchup. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stu's got a stacked team. I just got lucky. T.Y., like we mentioned earlier, had a huge day. But everybody else really shot under expectations for Stu. Um, You know. Tough one. Tough one. Uh, And when you got a guy like Kittle going off for 31 points, you got Barkley going off for another 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's but. exactly it. So, um, did yeah. they rush that one? Here? I don't Fuck. know. Did Mike Williams? No, Jackson got that one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, boys. Just watching Thursday night here got some uh, playoff implications. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, hate to do it to him, but uh, Nigel, your time in the A pool is done. And Stuart Swanson. Yeah. Your time is done as well. You shall not pass! Oh, man. Which sets up our matchups, Gord. Our matchups, yeah. So I am taking on Chris, first place Peckett, uh, this week, and you are taking on the cat guy. Winner goes to the Gregor. Winner goes to the Gregor. I'm there is a chance. Man. There is that accent final we talked about. Yeah, there is. Obviously not looking by it, but how how poetic would it be? It would be pretty funny. You got dogged a lot for the div we're in. Yeah. But as Feldy said, there's a chance that we could get the 
top guy and the bottom, the bottom guy and the first overall guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a div. Yeah, what a, what div. a div. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I, I'm not counting my chickens for their hatch, obviously. No, me neither. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I and the thing is, I think Carolina... New Orleans is going to be a huge shootout, and I'm I'm flexing DJ more for sure. You got it. Have to, yeah. Almost just to counteract the McCaffrey. Exactly. Play. So, I'm hoping they're slinging the ball. I'm hoping fucking Cam has a good day, like I said in the fearless, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that'd be real nice. Um, in the constellation bracket, the boners will be taking on the butt kickers for fifth place overall. Well. The uh, replacements uh, take on Julio Think You Are I Am. And the East Lake Scoundrels take on Curls for Girls yeah. in the B-Pool brackets. And then, of course, the Gregor Bowl. The Vices and the Stunners. Vices Which is, Strathcona Stunners. Stunners is a good name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should Love it. Should Stone Cold be... Oh, it is. It is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. It's Stone yeah, Cold. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a grinder day out there in the Gregor, man. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. It'll be good. Current streaks. Longest winning winning streak belongs to Gord and Kellen, who have three in a row. Coincidentally, they match up. So mm-hmm. something's got to give. Andy is now at 12 straight, and we could see 13 in a row, depending on the outcome of the Gregor. Tough. <sighs> who knows? Transaction counter. <laughs> we have a tie at the top of the leaderboard. And no, Gord, you're not on it. Woo! <laughs> Johnny and Feldman have each made 44 transactions to date. Oh, yes. Insane. Yes. Gord, you've made 42. So, like, <laughs> let's not gloat. Because I the kept ne- my kicker this week. Yeah, and the next closest uh, to you after that is... Uh, the Bryce Military Kitties, <laughs> who have the uh, who have something like 32, 31 or thirty two. Show Life Shane is the lowest, the least with fifteen. Really? Yeah. Well, well maybe you should have made a few more. It would have been the April. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, Gord, uh, I've got story time this week, so why don't you introduce this idea brought forward by Stu? Yeah, this is a great idea. And later Johnny. And later Johnny. They must have been in each other's heads. But uh, we're thinking about adding another league to the NFL. Sort of like... And 40L. sorry. (laughs) Anyway, because there's lots of interest. Guys want in. Um, We're either thinking like have like a Champions League and then... Like a div, like a tier two. Yeah, like squad. a tier two squad. So, the top two teams from the B, the the X forty L, which yeah. is kind of what we were batting around. X forty L. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From the X forty L, top two teams from there would go into the N forty L. Bottom two from the N forty L would go into the X forty L. Into the relegation pool, basically. <clears throat> yeah. So we do this because we've had a lot of interest lately uh, from guys that want to come in. Get into fantasy football, get into our league, but I don't see anybody leaving the N40L anytime soon. No. So Stu brought this forward saying, if you make the Gregor, if you're one of the bottom two teams, you're going Mm -hmm. into the other pool. And we thought maybe teams of eight, eight teams. Yeah, like another eight 
eight team league. Eight team league. They get they draft from their own pool of players. It's a yeah. completely separate league. But if you win that league, then if you're, you're in the top two, you get moved up, mm-hmm. and the bottom two guys, the two guys in the grayer, would get relegated. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I don't know. I think it's un it's unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped. I am excited to see what everybody says. Yeah, I think it'll be dope, man. It's lots of work for smelling. I think you'd almost have to have a secondary commissioner. Yeah, a co-commish. Yeah. Co-commish. Uh, yeah, assistant to the regional manager, basically. Mm-hmm. Matt, you're good at computer stuff. No, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I've got a, we've got a pod that yeah, we've got to we run. There's no it, way man. I can do it. No, Stu could do it. Yeah, Johnny could do it. Jo- yeah. Anyway... But I think it's a great John idea. could do it. John Scott could do it. Anyways. Anyways. It would I, be fun. Yeah. So, But I think, like, let's t- talk let's about think it. think about it, boys. Yeah, let's get the discussion going. Um, um, it's pretty neat because Stu actually texted that to me and Gord separately, like, three days ago. And then uh, yesterday we got a text from Johnny saying, guys, I got this idea about <laughs> a relegation pool. <laughs> And we're like, what the fuck? Like, have you been talking to Stu? And they legit had not been. No. They both just came up with it within the same week. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I hope my voice fucking survives story time. Oh, you'll be good. Guys, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sure it's terrible to listen to. That's all right. Like a potato. We're good. Story time? Let's Let's get into into it. it. Okay. Story time this week. uh, I focused on our guest. Um... And it was Andy. So, this is a legendary legendary Andy story. So, when he first moved out to Vancouver, he met a few buddies. Uh, and they decided to go out. Uh, got to know him pretty well. So, they went out uh, for their pal Eric's birthday. It was 350, do- uh, 350 doubles at the Bourbon. Um, and it was kind of like at the end of the school year. So, anyways, they get fucking smashed. <laughs> And they're walking home being a bunch of dumb idiots, you know, like pushing over mailboxes, knocking over like Metro. Oh, yeah. Tough guys. Tough guys, yeah. Knocking over things. So cops pull up on them and they say like, was that you? Like that sounded like thunder, like, you know. And Andrew, like in his wasted state, was like, uh, you probably want to see like some ID, right? So he... he thinks he's being helpful so he reaches into his pocket to get his wallet and no sooner than he pulls out his wallet the the cop slaps a cuff around his wrist and he next thing he knows his arms are behind his back (laughs) and he's pinned on the hood of the fucking cruiser and he's like so so, because the cop was like you're trying to fucking bribe me basically like it was just a misinterpretation oh so he gets pinned up against it and then his buddy miles starts getting like uppity you know like just kind of mm-hmm. in the cop's face like what are you doing um and they didn't take too too kindly to him so they tossed him in the drunk tank too <laughs> so then it's just the birthday boy eric um who's just standing outside and he's like well fuck my two buddies are going to the drunk tank I'm i better sure. go with them <laughs> so he jumps on the hood of the cop car and starts jumping up and down and he's like if you're taking them you gotta take me and they fucking threw him in too <laughs> oh man so they took them all to the drunk tank and they put them all in the same cell. And he was like, it was fucking awesome. Like, we were all drunk just hanging out in this room. Like, it was all good. We got a bit tired. Then we uh, had some sleep. And then oh they god. eventually just let him out when they got sober and they went and got McDonald's. Oh the, my the, god. The best part of the story was uh, 
Andrew actually missed his commercial law class last, that morning <laughs> because he was trapped up in the legal system. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's fine. And that was Andy's. That's Andy's good. junk tank. That's good, man. Oh, fuck. <coughs> well, Woo! good pod, boys. Awesome. And yeah. and women. Yeah, and and ladies that yeah. are listening. I don't know. I, I definitely didn't hit the three-hour mark, but I think we just won't hit two. Ah, uh, yeah. I got a lot to talk about. I can't believe my voice lasted this long. It lasted. Yeah. But uh, anyway, well, thanks again for listening. Yeah. Coming at you. Week 16. Oh, Crazy. can't believe it. All right, boys. Well, we'll see you uh, next week from the studio. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. (laughs) Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Like having the boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, shit, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the only one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. The quickest muzzle, throw it on my mouth and I'll decline. King meets queen, then the puppy love thing together. Dream about that crib with the good year swing. On the oak tree, I hope we feel like this forever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Forever never seems that long until you're grown. And notice that the day-by-day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to abracadabra all the sadder. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he. Asking what happened to the feeling that her and me had. I pray so much about it, need some need. Pads. It happened for a reason one can't be mad So know this, know that everything's cool And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Ooh, I am for real Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize a trillion times I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Look at the way he treats me. 
shit, look at the way you treat me. You see your little nose ass homegirls and got your ass in up the creek, G. Without a pad on, you left to straddle and ride this thing on out. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my dick all in, I'm out. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, and be cheating, beating, and the to the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song, let bygones be bygones, you can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Jackson. 